some of you will experience happiness and joy after I'm done talking this morning. You get to go home, you get to open up your gifts. Some of you already felt that feeling, not only because you raised your hand, but some of you have already opened up your gifts this morning. That feeling that you had when you got the gift, when you opened it, you experienced it. it sometimes it's even hard to put into words that, that joy that you have when you got that gift that you really, really wanted. You put it on your Christmas list, and you got it, and you experienced some level of joy. Others will experience that later on, but we all will experience that emotion and that feeling sometime today. There's a passage in our Bible that I think communicates the idea of feeling happy, feeling joyful, but also feeling some level of of fear. It comes from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. And it's a story of the birth of Jesus that really sets the mood, it sets the tone for Christmas Day. Let me read it to you. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in the manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. With the angels went away from them into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, and it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, 
he was called Jesus, the name given by the angels before he was conceived in the womb. You know, one of the great memories that I have from Christmas, uh, as I think about it, it comes as a great warning. So for the kids in the room, this is a warning. This is not something that Pastor John recommends. Don't do this at home. So it's a warning, but it's also, as I think about it, it's pretty funny as well. So I want to share a story with you about great Christmas memory that I have in my household. I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And I was scared. In fact, I was terrified. It kind of goes like that, right? When you do something that you're not supposed to do, you tend to be fearful. You tend to be scared. You tend to feel a certain type of way. Um, there's an inkling in your soul when you've done wrong. Maybe it's shame. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's this idea you don't want anyone to find out. I had this crazy idea that I clearly didn't think all the way through. I wasn't patient, and I decided to tear little pieces of my gifts that were under the tree to try to take a sneak peek at what I got. It was on Christmas Eve, and that's the tradition where you normally open up one gift and then the next day you open up the rest of them. So as we're around the living room, my mom sees all these gifts that had little pieces torn off. Let's just say I was filled with great fear. I was filled with great fear. I went to bed uncertain. I went to bed nervous. I went to bed not able, not able to open up that one gift. But interestingly enough, the next day, everyone was in the house screaming and yelling, it's Christmas. It's time to open up our gifts. I'm in my room hearing all the talking, all the laughing, all the music that was playing, really loud Christmas music. Pastor V, Taylor Swift didn't drop an album yet, so we didn't have her blasting in the speakers. But loud Christmas music. And from my room, I could sense the spirit of love and happiness, like a sweet aroma. After about 10 or 15 minutes or so, somebody came to my room, and as they opened the door very, very slowly, it felt like time stopped. And it kind of had that, you know, that door that has that little weird noise that opens, that cringy noise? It was kind of like that. Let me just say, once the door opened, they brought me good news. They brought me good news that I was able to go down and open up my gifts with the rest of my siblings. And instantly, I was filled with great joy. 
There's a Bible passage that says, joy comes in the morning. I was filled with joy because I was able to still get my gifts that I really wanted and I kind of already knew that I had. Even when I didn't deserve them, despite what I did. This is what we call grace. Getting something good in return that we really don't deserve when we've done wrong. There was grace that I received. As we think about this Christmas morning, I want to say that Jesus has arrived to bring us great joy. Ultimately, Jesus is the greatest gift that we receive, and he was born, and we celebrate him, we worship him, we adorn him, and he came to give great joy for all people. And guess what? None of us in this room deserve it. None of us in this room deserve him, but he still gives himself to us despite all of our flaws, all of our transgressions, all of our problems, all of our issues. Remember the passage, the shepherds were filled with great fear, but the fear turned into great joy because the angel of the Lord came to give them a sign. And this sign was going to be a baby in a manger, and this baby would be named Jesus. In essence, the angel of the Lord gave the shepherds good news. So as we go about our day, as we go home and open up our gifts, as we watch the NBA basketball games, as we eat great, great, great food, your holiday traditions, as we spend quality time with friends and family, the ones that we like, and the ones that I'll let you fill in the blank. I want to encourage us to remember Jesus is the greatest gift to humanity. And there is fear that we should have because of the wrong that we've done. But that's been wiped away as we trust and believe and celebrate him. Jesus Christ has arrived to bring us great joy. And the church said, amen. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for all the kids and all of the adults and everyone that is here in this room and even those that were not able to make it. We ask, Lord, that we could remember this joy that you give. This extreme happiness that words can't explain. The joy that we can feel, the joy that we can sense because of your arrival. Coming from heaven to earth to be rejected by your people, to suffer, to die, to rise from the grave, to conquer sin and death. And the good news of the gospel can shine bright and shine far and wide for people to believe and trust in you. We pray all of this in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen.